This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Sunday Worship. I'm Sam Davidson and it's great to be with you. Today our guest speaker is Major Jo Moyer and she'll be helping us to reflect on the goodness of God in this past year. Psalm 149 verses 1 to 5 says this, Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of his faithful people. Let the people be glad in their king, let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people, he crowns the humble with victory, let his faithful people rejoice in this honour and sing for joy. Our scripture this morning is taken from Psalm 145 verses 1 to 13 and I'm reading from the voice paraphrase. A song of praise by David. I will lift my praise above everything to you, my God and King. I will continually bless your name forever and always. My praise will never cease. I will praise you every day. I will lift up your name forever. The Eternal is great and deserves endless praise. His greatness knows no limit, recognises no boundary. No one can measure or comprehend his magnificence. One generation after another will celebrate your great works. They will pass on the story of your powerful acts to their children. Your majesty and glorious splendour have captivated me. I will meditate on your wonders, sing songs of your worth. We confess there is nothing greater than you, God, nothing mightier than your awesome works. I will tell of your greatness as long as I have breath. The news of your rich goodness is no secret. Your people love to recall it and sing songs of joy to celebrate your righteousness. The Eternal is gracious. He shows mercy to his people. For him, anger does not come easily, but faithful love does, and it is rich and abundant. But the Eternal's goodness is not exclusive. It is offered freely to all. His mercy extends to all his creation. All creation will stand in awe of you, O Eternal One. Thanks will pour from the mouths of every one of your creatures. Your holy people will bless you. They will not be silent. They will talk of the grandeur of your kingdom and celebrate the wonder of your power until everyone on earth who has ears to hear knows your valiant acts and the splendour of your kingdom. Your kingdom will never end. Your rule will endure forever. The Eternal sustains all who stumble on their way. For those who are broken down... God is near. He raises them up in hope. All eyes have turned toward you, waiting in expectation. When they are hungry, you feed them right on time. The desires of every living thing are met by your open hand. The Eternal is right in all his ways, and he is kind in all his acts. The Eternal stays close to those who call on him, those who pray sincerely. All of you who revere him, God will satisfy your desires. He hears the cries for help 
and he brings salvation. All of you who love God, he will watch out for you. But total destruction is around the corner for all the wicked. My lips will sing the praise of the eternal. Let every creature join me and praise the holy name of God forever and always. Amen. It's New Year's Eve and it would be tempting to focus my message on the year ahead to jump straight into 2024. But for me, New Year's Eve, amongst all the celebrations and family gatherings, fireworks and countdowns, is also an opportunity for us all to stop, reflect and look back. For some of us, looking back on 2023 will be an easy thing. Perhaps we've had a really terrific year, with milestones met and successes gained. Recalling the events of this past 12 months is therefore an enjoyable activity. But for some of us, 2023 might not have been so simple or joyous. Ill health, bereavement, challenges at work, money concerns, as well as the burden of all that is happening in our world, may make 2023 a year we would rather forget. Queen Elizabeth II, after a particularly turbulent year for the royal family in 1992, once reflected that it was her annus horribilis, a Latin phrase meaning a horrible year. Speaking with a croaking voice and looking uncharacteristically weary, she shared with honest vulnerability what most of us already knew. She did not look back on that last year with pleasure. And yet, and yet, even in the midst of a challenging, difficult, turbulent year, there is still an opportunity to stop today and reflect. Not so much on the events themselves, but on the presence of God with us throughout all those days, whether our recollections are joyous or challenging. The scriptures on the whole don't encourage a huge amount of looking back. From Genesis 19, when Lot is urged to escape and not look back, to the prophet Isaiah in chapter 43, verse 19, reminding his listeners to forget the former things and not to dwell on the past. Then into the New Testament, where, amongst other forward-looking reminders, comes Paul's recommendation in Philippians 3:13 to forget the past and look forward to what lies ahead. In context, of course, all these scriptures are there to remind us to keep moving forward towards God, not to live in the past, not to be weighed down or burdened by our past, and not to rely on the glories of the past, because being controlled or even chained by our past can prevent us from moving forward. When I was learning to drive a car in my late teens, I had a horrible habit of focusing on my rear-view mirror. I would glance up at that little suspended glass so often I sometimes lost track of what was happening in front of me. My driving instructor, a very brave soul called Peter, said that I couldn't spend so much time focusing on what was behind me if I wanted to drive safely. By all means, keep what's behind in view, he said, but don't stay there. Keep your eyes on the road ahead. Driving with your rear view as, you fo as your focus is a dangerous way to drive and a dangerous, even painful way to live. 
So if we are not to dwell on the past, nor to live in the past, nor to be burdened by the mistakes of our past, how should we respond on a New Year's Eve? The psalmist David had a turbulent, scandalous, dramatic life, and his journey towards God was complicated, riddled with fears and personal errors. And yet in Psalm 145, we find a man who knew how to reflect on the past, celebrating the goodness of God in the midst of joy and in the midst of challenge. For the next few moments in the middle of what may be an extremely busy time for those of us listening, here is an invitation to pause, to thank God, to reflect on his mercy and goodness at the end of another year. You might want to have your Bibles open at Psalm 145 as we take some moments to reflect together. Verse 5 of Psalm 145 says, Your majesty and glorious splendour have captivated me. I will meditate on your wonders, sing songs of your worth. Take a moment, wherever you are just now, to give thanks to God for his wonders to us this last year. For some of us that will be a long list and easy to do. For others it may be simply that he got us through it. That even in the darkest days, the wonder was that he never left us. Let us give thanks for the wonders of God's presence with us this last year. Verse 8 of our psalm says, He shows mercy to his people. He is slow to anger, and his love is rich and abundant. Where have you seen God's mercy in your life this last year? His love, rich and abundant. Bring an occasion to mind and thank him for his love and his mercy. Verse 11 says, Your people will not be silent. They will talk of the grandeur of your kingdom and celebrate the wonder of your power. How have we spoken of the goodness of God to those around us this last year? Have we been guilty of silence? Reflect on the people you have shared your faith with this last year the moments when you had, have had reason to speak of God's grandeur to the people in your life. The second portion of Psalm 145 from verse 14 moves into praise. Praise to the one who lifts us when we stumble, who feeds us when we are hungry, who gives us what we need with his open hand a generous God who watches over us. Take a moment to reflect on a time when you have been aware this last year of God's open hand lifting you, carrying you through a difficult time. And finally, verse 21 says, my lips will sing the praise of the Eternal. Let every creature join me 
and praise the holy name of God forever and always. The psalmist ends with a triumphant proclamation, a determination that whatever the circumstances, the challenges, even the tribulations, he will praise the name of the Lord. Take a moment to simply praise God and end this year on a note of thanksgiving for all that has passed. Hear the praises of your people, O Lord. Thank you for this last year. In all circumstances, you have shown us your mercy and your love. We rejoice for all the joy we have experienced and we thank you for your presence lifting us on the days when we have stumbled and the challenges have come our way. In it all, we praise you for your presence, your power and your peace.
Whilst many of us remember the famous Annus Horribilis part of the Queen's speech in 1992, there was much more to her words than just that one phrase. She went on to speak of compassion, wisdom and the lessons which come when we genuinely reflect on the past. Rather than choosing to dwell on the trials faced, she, like David, chose to turn it into praise, to learn from it, to let God use it to bring growth. As we close another year, may we be able to say with the psalmist, whether we have had a joyous year or one we have found difficult, I will not be silent. I will speak of the grandeur of your kingdom and celebrate the wonder of your power. As we come to the final day of this year, I pray we may be found rejoicing in the goodness of God. And a blessing taken from Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Goodbye and God bless.